This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome everybody to another Drink of Ages radio show. Hope everybody's having a good night tonight. I am your host, John Denman, and Guillermo Alvarez is hanging out, my producer. And then we also have DJ Muscratch playing some badass music, taking us in and out of the segments. Uh, we're going to have a fun show tonight. I hope you all are drinking something good. I, at this moment, am drinking a Pilsner from the brewery that we have on tonight, Running Walker. So excited about these guys. Excited that they're open. We're going to get to some of that in a little while. But uh, actually, this show, this show, this episode is brought to you by Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA 8.2%. Chinook Bittering Hops with Late and Dry Editions of Citra and Amarillo. Pretty damn tasty beer. And, you know, it's down here in Texas, so get out there and find some. You get a package, you get it on draft. But let's get our beer drinking song going to get everybody ready. Come on, tell tellers with bridges to barn, put your mahe away. Holy on my side on a tight in the morn, and we must get back to drink on. Let's talk about who's on the show tonight because we do have from Running Walker Brewery. We have Brian Connor and Leo. What's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going? And our music guest tonight is a badass band, Muddy Bell. Uh, man, you're gonna hear some of their songs in between segments, and then we'll get to them at the end of the show because they have a new CD out coming out that you guys definitely want to go check, go pick up. Whatever you do it these days, you don't go buy a CD these days. You download it online or go buy the tape. I don't know what you do, but. Running Walker Brewery. Let's talk beer because that's what we are here for. And that is what we are doing right now is having some beers. Like I said, I'm drinking the Pilsner that you guys made. Uh, it's pretty damn tasty. It's a nice Pilsner. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's a good one. Uh, we take pride in it uh, for being a Pilsner or what it is. Uh, we have a 70-year-old, 70-plus-year-old German head brewmaster that's been doing it since he was a kid. So the Pilsner is one of those things that he's taken a tremendous amount of pride in. And something that we all at the brewery take a tremendous amount of pride in, and the lagering and the hopping, and you know, just the grain bill and everything. So it's definitely one of those things that we're proud of, and we're happy to have out there on the market. Let's talk about you guys for a little bit, and what exactly you are doing over at the brewery. Because, well, let's backtrack even a little further. Let's just talk about the brewery for a minute, because I believe about three years ago was the first time I started seeing Running Walker people. And logos and signs. Yeah, I know it's a it's been a long time coming. Um, the uh, it's been about I've been with the brewery for about two years right now. And when I got there, it was a mound of dirt where the brewery is right now. Um, so we've been through uh, been through quite a bit, but we finally got the building up. We got the uh, brewery up and running right now. So you know we're able to make beer and keep it going, and hopefully our tap room will open up pretty soon. Hopefully uh, this fall. So that's what we're looking for right now. You guys opened up. It's a really nice building from yeah. the pictures that I've seen. Yeah, it's a very large building. Um, 
basically what happened is uh, we've had uh, wine for about six years right now, and we're kind of carrying the beer on the back of the wine. And so the building we built is a, um, it's meant to be a brewery and winery, kind of all in one kind of thing. Um, so the venue will be able to have beer and wine. We'll also have a huge uh, private event room called the Barrel Room. And uh, the best part about it is everything is air conditioned. That is you know, semi-important down yeah. here in this hot, humid, wet blanket, Houston. <laughs> yeah, absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Yeah. So, the, um, is, there, is there any different type of licensing or any conflicts with making wine and making beer? I'm just I'm just because you're the, you guys are the only ones that are doing it that I know of. Yeah, I think uh, I believe we're actually the first company in Texas to actually have a uh, brewery and winery manufacturing in the same building, and basically we just have kind of a line where TABC has it. So. One side is all beer production, and the other side is all wine production. And so that's how we're able to separate it out. Do you have to have a, is it a separate, like this side is 1005A, and there's 1005 There's definitely yeah. a demilitarized zone yeah. right there in the middle yes. of it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't cross it. Oh, man. Don't cross it. Yeah, we, we, have to, we have a sweet A, and then we have a sweet B, and when everything has to be separated. And Well, just I mean, the fact that you can do that. Yeah, makes the laws just pretty obsolete anyway, as it should be. I mean, it just makes them, yeah, as ridiculous as they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we're. It's one of those things where it's never been done, so we're trying to kind of figure it out as we go. You know, learning learning some new laws and some new restrictions that who knows where they come from. But we're 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 making do, and we're we're trying to do our best to to get this place up and running and just make the best product that we can make. Yeah. What size brew house do you guys have? So we have a. Um, it's kind of an innovative brew house. It's a uh, 20 hectoliter uh, Hebs unit, and it has a mash press on it instead of like the traditional water ton. So instead of taking uh, eight hours to do one brew, we can do it in four and a half hours. So when we do a run of beer, we'll do uh, two beers within six hours and we'll be done for the day. So it makes brewing a whole lot easier. Yeah, sounds like it. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. So I'm brand new to the brewery business. I've just been a home brewer, and I just kind of fell into this job uh, just by happenstance. And so, you know, I thought that the mash press was the way to go. And it's at first I hated it because it's the worst thing to clean. But then whenever you hear other breweries around the, around the city of Houston that laundering takes three hours, and we can do a full brew in three hours, it's uh, I'm good with what we have. Yeah, and don't even rub in the air conditioning part either, because <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, not. Uh, I'm not going to say that. There's a select few of us in Houston have air conditioning, and we're happy to be one of them. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, <clears throat> there was a yeah only a couple places that opened up, and which it really surprised me because that seems like just just for the fact that you care about your employees, <laughs> it's, it's, it shows, man. That's a good company to work for. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, well, let's talk about some of your uh, brewing experience then. So what, where, where did you get started in brewing? Uh, well, to be honest, I was a home brewer for about seven years before I landed this job. And I was just really looking for a position to get started in the industry. I got a bachelor of science degree in chemistry, and I didn't want to teach or do anything with it. So I thought, well, I might as well apply it to beer. I love brewing beer. It's probably the best path you could take with that degree. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's helped me out quite a bit. Um, it, it helped with my home brewing, and I was able to land this job, and I kind of just got put into the position where now I'm in charge, and I, you know, 
help design the recipes and make the beer, make all the decisions. So why teach the nation's youth with chemistry when you can make beer? Exactly. So much better. So much better. There's a lot more people that are happy with beer than they are going to school. Absolutely, there are. Yeah. (laughs) That makes school a much better experience for sure. It does. It helps the parents, you know. That's what we're going for. Yeah. I'm not going to say what we were doing on our lunch breaks in high school, but. Okay, yeah. And we're studying? We're studying. We're studying. We're talking with a running Walker Brewing Company. And uh, so you guys started, got the building up now, uh, the tap room. You said, when's it? It's not finished yet. No, it's not finished yet. Uh, we're still working on some redesigning on uh, what we're actually going to do with it. Um, but hopefully, I mean, it will be ready at the end of this fall this year. So we, we will have it open. I, I can promise that it'll be open by Christmas. So. Oh, man. I'd, yeah. yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be good. I'm Absolutely. sure you guys are excited about it. We are excited. Yes. And the plans look really impressive. I mean, just the drawings and everything. It's just uh, it's going to look really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, so, so you are a manufacturer then. That's a, the license you guys have, right? Uh, yeah. The, the license we have is a brewery manufacturing and then a winery manufacturing. Okay. So. Okay. So you're just going to have your beers on tap. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have our beers on tap. That's all we'll be able to have. Now in the tap room, is it going to be the wine as well? Does that work Yes, out? actually we'll, we'll have... Um, is that in the, the de- demilitarized right zone? We're actually going to have like four bars. We'll, we'll cross the zone. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll brave it. It'll happen. So um, on one side we'll have a wine bar and a beer bar. In our private events room, the barrel room, it'll be a wine and beer bar. And then outside we'll also have a... Uh, it'll be an outside beer bar outside so it'll be really nice excellent and then according to the pictures you have a nice little lake out in front of you nice little water feature in the middle of the lake so it's a water feature everybody yeah. needs i mean it just makes it more <laughs> serene you know when you're out there drinking beer absolutely out in uh you guys are in richmond yes sir yes sir yeah. yeah so a short drive from houston yeah we're about depends what? on the part of houston you're coming from yeah true. but if you just hit <laughs> i-10 and go west you'll find us yeah you'll yeah. find us eventually yeah not too bad all right let's take a quick break DJ Muskrat's going to lead us into it, and we're going to listen to a little Muddy Bell as well. And when we get back, we'll talk more Running Walker, and I'm going to fill up this time. We're going to get the IPA, and we'll talk about that. There you go. Sweet. All right, drink awesome. beta. Stay tuned. Thank you. 
The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hot. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church, and inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer, the Saints and the Sinners, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know. With creative characters and bold twists, Back Pew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit BackPewBrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer. Back Pew Brewing Company. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on. I'm John Didman, and we're hanging out with Rain Walker out of Richmond, Texas, hanging out with us now. And uh, so let's talk about the beers you guys are making. We already yes. mentioned the Pilsner. Yes, sir. Do you guys make? And so a little background on your head brewer over there. All well, right, well, we, our... Uh, yeah. Our head brewer, he's, um, he's pretty much been brewing all around the world. Um, he was born in Germany. Some eclectic uh, places to yeah. say. So he's, he's brewed in Iraq. He's brewed bit. in Thailand. I think that's illegal, uh, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're brewing for a certain guy in Iraq at the time, it's not illegal. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> at the time it wasn't illegal. and Yeah, he's okay with that. And then he's brewed uh, at a couple different places here in the United States. He helped start um, Wasatch Brewery. And he also uh, brewed for uh, Schmaltz Brewery up in New York. We got him right after Schmaltz. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a good joke around the brewery for a while. Yeah, it was. So. Don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I went to hear it. Wait, 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 what's going on here? I, I'll yeah, say go it. for it. Whenever, we were inter- whenever he was being interviewed, I wasn't there at the time, but whenever he was being interviewed, uh, one of the guys interviewing him, Sean, I'm going to call him out on the podcast, he, uh, he just couldn't get over the fact that we had a uh, – a German brewmaster coming from a kosher brewery. He just thought that was one of the best things he's ever heard. So oh, yeah. it's, it's rather fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a joke that goes around the brewery. Yeah, if you can't laugh about it, what else can you do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so um, he kind of landed here. And um, back in January, me and him sat down. We kind of worked through the recipes and everything else. And um, he put a lot of thought into the Pilsner and Kolsch because he wanted to make a German-style Pilsner and a German-style Kolsch, and basically I was able to take over the IPA and the Stout. So that's kind of how I've done. Pretty bold statement right there, buddy. Well, we haven't gotten there yet, so calm down. <laughs> and I think I'm going to finish with the Stout. Let's see, because um, I had the Pilsner, and now I'm enjoying the IPA. Yeah. Yeah, and so this is your recipe. Yeah, it's my recipe, but um, the day we were brewing, it was just me and Connor up on there, and... Um, I couldn't breathe, like I, I couldn't smell anything. I, I had sinus problems, so I, I asked him. I was like, "How does it how does it, te- it smell? I can't smell it." And he's like, "It, it doesn't smell like an IPA." It's he's like, yeah. "The Pilsner smells more hoppy than this does." Yeah, I, I, I looked at the recipe for our Pilsner, and there was more hops in the Pilsner than there was in the IPA, and I 
I'll let Brian know that. And he was like, well, that's an issue. And we were already pumped in the Whirlpool. We were out of boil. Flame out was done. So he was just like, oh, go grab a bag of hops. So I just went to our cooler, grabbed a bag of hops. And he was like, put some hops in there. So I just started pouring. And he was like, all right, let's go. And it kind of, I guess, I don't want to say it saved the beer, but it yeah, definitely added a little bit more. So it, it pretty much saved the beer. So him just kind of throwing in hops, the fact that he could actually smell that day is what made the IPA the way it is today. It's a tasty IPA. Thank you. Yeah, it's not, uh, like right now, you know, so the style of IPA goes from one ridiculous, uh, you have like your more English style, drier IPAs, all the way to the big juicy West Coast. Mm papaya mango <laughs> yeah. yeah all that crazy stuff yeah yes. well, we were we were just kind of i feel like we were just kind of shooting for like a crowd pleaser you know just i don't want to say an entry-level ipa but i mean we'll, we'll say it, it's not a hot heads ipa like if you're looking for something that's really going to kind of pucker you up it's it's not it's not that but it's it's definitely an ipa that if if you're not okay with ipas or it's not a style that you go for i feel like ours is, is a good way to kind of you know get your feet wet in the ipa world yeah man i you know, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think for people that are that do enjoy hops, I mean, it definitely has a good bitterness to it and a nice yeah. finish. I mean, it still has a really good bitterness, but to be honest, um, I hated IPAs as a brewer. It just in whole, I hated IPAs because I would have an IPA and all I would taste would be bitterness. And I'm like, I am not a hop head. I hate hops. I hate it. I don't like IPAs. I'll never make one that's good. I'll never drink them. Now I drink IPAs all the time, but it's because when we made our IPA, I was like, I'm gonna if we're, if we're gonna make an IPA, I want to make it a good, well balanced IPA. I don't want it to be overly hoppy. I don't want it to be to where there's no hops, but I don't want it to be to where you just pucker up because of the bitterness. And so that's what that's what I was shooting for when I was coming up with the recipe, and I really think we hit pretty uh, right where we needed to go on that. So. I'm trying to read my board right now, which really isn't that far away, but uh, what is the ABV on this? Six? Uh, the ABV is uh, 6.3, and the IBUs are 64. Okay. So, yeah, nice, nice, good, easy drinking IPA. Yeah, thank it, you. I mean, it's well loved with all the uh, employees on the beer and wine side of our brewery, so... We're, we're, we're happy with it, and the reviews that we're getting on it, we're, we're, we're pretty pleased. I mean, my... Neither one of my parents are IPA fans at all. I think the strongest beer they like might be Guinness, but whenever I brought them to the brewery for the first time, they tried it and they're like, yeah, this, I, I, I could stomach this. So if, <laughs> if them coming from Dos Equis can handle this, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's a, that's a, that's a good uh, step in the right direction. Step, yeah, step yeah. in the right direction, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not, not saying anything bad about Dos Equis because oh, I've been known beer. to still throw a few of those back. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's a tailgate beer right there, buddy. It yeah, goes it away all day. <laughs> so you have... Um, the Pilsner, the IPA, and... We also have a Kolsch, and um, it's actually it's actually brewed the way a traditional Kolsch is brewed, and it actually has Kolsch yeast, so it's not like a Kolsch-style Kolsch blonde. It's an actual Kolsch. Our, and, our head uh, brewmaster made sure of that. Yeah. He still is upset that we're brewing it. He's kind of worried that... Yeah. <laughs> fellow German brewers might be a fan because where he comes from, he said from his hometown, he would not be allowed to brew a Kolsch. Yeah. If you brew a Kolsch, you have to be in Cologne. If that, if not, it, riots will happen, yeah. apparently. But he said, I hope we can get close enough to it uh, to where people will be a fan of it. And if any German brewers catch a wind of what we're doing, they're not going to... They're not going to approve. They're not going to burn down the building. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what do you explain to everybody exactly what a Kolsch is? So a Kolsch is, uh, it's basically kind of like a, um, a light, um, crisp L that has a bunch of wheat in it. And so, um, a lot of people that try our Kolsch that don't have never tried craft beer will say that it's bitter, but they're mistaking that bitterness for that tartness that comes from the wheat. So it has a very kind of crisp, dry taste at the very end of it. And so that's that's the way we kind of try to design the Kolsch. It definitely comes off pretty floral on the nose, which yes. I think is a really good selling point on it. Every time, I'm not a, not a huge fan of Kolsch just in general, but every time I smell ours, I'm I'm okay with it because it's, it's a good smelling beer. Yeah. And it also ferments at a different temperature than L's, correct? Uh, we, we actually ferment at about the same temperature as most L's. Uh, we usually do it about 66 degrees instead of 68. But, um, I mean, it's a little bit colder, but it doesn't doesn't really change much but you get a whole lot more floral out of it so it, yeah. it really helps with that that floral let let's the yeast do their thing yeah exactly Absolutely. yeah get that flavor from that yeah that's, that's pretty excellent man that's gonna be my next beer oh, that awesome. i will get and then uh by the fourth segment i should move into the stout so we'll cover all for the those beers but you guys are making another one too right that's correct uh we have one it's called uh, texas secession and it is a um I guess we have to consider it a blonde ale, um, but basically it's just a really easy drinking beer that you can drink anytime, whether it's the summer or it'd be great for tailgating. Absolutely, and, good river uh, beer. Yeah. Should we, should we give the description of? Yeah. Our uh, our founder and owner Joe, great great guy. The, what he said when wanting this beer was, "I want a beer that I can drink with my buddies and shoot guns with." So, I think we hit it pretty well. I would definitely drink that with my buddies and shoot guns so exactly. it's a, it's a perfect beer for that i'm let me know when <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, sir, absolutely. i can bring guns and you guys bring the beer yeah, all right <laughs> sounds like a good time uh man no that's pretty badass man i'm glad you guys are finally open man i know it's probably been a long road uh, especially you know been around for a little while yeah. seeing all the progress uh, and just waiting and waiting Jeez. how was it like getting the building set up and all the equipment in was that kind of a pain in the uh, ass like you hear from a lot of the other breweries? It, it was quite a bit of pain in, in the ass. It was, just, it was just the fact that we had the building up and we couldn't move the equipment in. We couldn't get it hooked up. We couldn't really do anything. So, I mean, they had the shell of the building done at the beginning of last summer. And we didn't get any utilities to it until October and November. And then we were finally able to move everything in in October and... I mean, we didn't have anything hooked up until December. So, I mean, I had been at this company for a year and a half. Started when there was just a mound of dirt next door to where there was a building and we had all of our equipment in. We finally had it all hooked up and we finally could get to where we were ready to brew and everything else. And then come at the end of December, they're like, so we know you have everything else ready, but you can't have water to the building. And we're like, just a bit tough to make oh, beer. Just a little, yeah. Okay. Minor detail. That's a little bit cool, of I guess. So, I mean, we didn't have water until, I think, uh, the end of January. Jeez. So I think my first was... few weeks there, it was still one of those, uh, I don't really want to give away too many trade secrets, but definitely <laughs> lunch break was, all right, let's turn the water on and uh, go ahead and, you know, run what we need to run and flush a few toilets. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Running Walker is our guest, and we're going to take a quick break. And listen to some Muddy Bell. I'm going to get some of that Kolsch, see what it's all about. And when we get back, we'll talk more with Running Walker. Yeah. 
Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com Hey, this is Bruce Leslie, president of the Texas Mead Association, and I want to invite you out to the Texas Mead Fest. This is our fifth annual one, but this year it's being held at the Lake Conroe KOA in Montgomery, Texas, 19785 Highway 105 on September 24th from 11 to 7. It's $20 in advance or $25 at the event to get eight tasting tickets and a souvenir wine glass, and you get to taste meads from seven different meaderies throughout the state of Texas. We also have beekeepers, honey, beekeeping supplies, food trucks, vendors, and a bunch of really good live music. So come on out, have some fun, taste some good craft meads, and enjoy the day at the Texas Mead Fest. For more information, check out our website at texasmead.org. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on, and we're still hanging out with Running Walker Brewery. They're down not too far from Houston, man. I mean, honestly, it's about a good 35-minute drive. Yeah. Doesn't take too long to get to Richmond, Texas. I say, uh, you know, when you're going down, go and stop by a Skeeter's game. That's a fun little time. Absolutely. You will see our banner over the away team dugout. Yeah, so we have the Running Walker away team dugout. Excellent. So that means you have some Running Walker beer at Constellation Field. Absolutely. If you you show up Sunday for the running, uh, for the Skeeter's game, Leo here. And uh, I believe our GM, Tom, will be there serving up some Running Walker beer. So if you want to stop by, try out some beer, maybe catch a, catch a ball game, there you go. Yeah. As long as that little monkey is riding around that collie, because that was badass, <laughs> man. I, I went there for that. I'll make, it a spe- I'll make a special call. Maybe Roger Clemens will show up and send in a few heaters. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, so, let's, uh, so now I'm enjoying the Kolsch. All right. I uh, have that. And take another drink of this. It's pretty much exactly how you described it. You do get a little more fruitier notes than uh, like some of the other Kolsch's. Yeah. Definitely an easy drinker. Something that, man, especially, well, it's kind of warm out right now. 
Uh, but we're in nice inside air condition, but it's yeah. pretty damn tasty. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, you guys, you guys came out with a nice little solid lineup. Thank you. That's yeah. what we were shooting for. I remember just being worried, just especially because, I mean, the way I kind of came into the brewery, I, I just saw a now hiring sign, and I was like, all right. And I got on, and it was, you, you cool with being general labor? I was like, I guess. I just wanted to work in beer. And then I guess talking with Brian, our head brewmaster, Michael, for a while, and I feel like they kind of picked my brain about my homebrew knowledge. Yep. A few days later, I was like, hey, you're a brewer now. I was like, high fives all around. Let's get going. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I was just kind of, you know, I'm a little worried that, you know, if, I, if any of my input in these beers, if it went bad and we had to dump some beer, 60 barrels worth, I feel like a real, uh, real jerk. But I'm glad, I'm glad to see what, uh, what we've made and how it's turning out and how people are receiving it. It's, it's always yeah. good to feel. It's always good to know. It's also probably good for hiring this guy because you know, he can sling some kegs around and probably carry a few bags of grain on his shoulders. Yeah, exactly. He, he's the one that we ask him to do all the heavy lifting and scrub the floors. He does a really good job of that. Yeah, and I will scrub the hell out of the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, you have some, if we have anybody else scrub the floors, he will go and scrub after them because they don't do it correctly. Which it's not done right. It, it really isn't done right. It could right. be done right. I don't know, but in my mind, it's not. Yeah, it's not done right. I don't know if that's something to take pride in, my ability to scrub floor. If I'm yeah. 50 years old still doing this, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, and, might not be and, good. And as, a, as a salesperson that walks through his just scrubbed floor, I enjoy the dirty looks you I You will get a real, real yeah, positive yeah. look. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm OCD about it, but if there's a clean floor and I see a footprint, I'm going to track you down. Yeah. <laughs> Whose footprint is this? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring the foot back and measure it like Cinderella. Absolutely. <laughs> Find out who Great it is. Reference. Great reference. Great <laughs> reference. There was also that one time, y'all watched uh, King of the Hill? Mm-hmm. Remember when they were on the bring train? It. Bring it. Bring it. Yeah, when they were on the train, the footprints <laughs> were on made the mirror. Yeah. Who did this? <laughs> Thank God <laughs> Hank stepped in and wiped it off. No exactly. One Nobody no, knew. No. no one knew that was an 11-foot, 11-inch Peggy foot right Peggy there, foot. Buddy. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, back to beer. Oh, okay. Back to beer. All right. We uh, want to. Well, you don't want to hit uh, what's going on in Syria right now? We can. <laughs> nah, we can get to that. We can get to that. Uh, it's, it's pretty simple. It's messed up. Really? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Things aren't going as well as they, they I thought. I just thought there was would. a few angry people over there, but whatever. We can go back to beer. Hey, you know, if they ever pan the camera off the mean crowd, everybody else is probably just chilling, hanging out. Uh, yeah. They just like put the camera on like five or ten people. Doing yeah, just a bunch, bad. just a bunch of really mad people, just a bunch of few pissed off guys, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, if I had to live in that heat, I'd probably be mad too. Yeah. But especially if they didn't, you know, have this cold shot there to cool you off. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So what other beers are you guys planning on making? Uh, well, uh, we have in the make a uh, double IPA that we're hoping to get out um, probably this fall. And then also... Um, a Russian Imperial, right? Yeah, we're looking at doing a Russian Imperial for the Christmas season. And uh, we already started talking today, like, what kind of um, seasonals we're going to start doing. I think we're going to hit something for October and then go ahead and add and have some stuff ready for the Christmas season. So, so, we're, so we're already starting on that. But for like mainstays, uh, we're already, we already have two mainstays that we will be making. Um, one will be the double IPA. And then another one, probably around February or March, it'll come out. It'll be a red ale. So, um, so those will be our seven solid beers right there. Yeah, we're hoping and, to do a few, you know, single hop, stuff like that. See, uh, I don't think we're going to go full smash beer, but... You know, no. maybe a few single hops. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, a few uh, Hefeweizens and stuff like that. Our, our head brewmaster is really keen on that. 
I'm hoping, and I know Brian over here is hoping to make a Schwartz because we kind of want to, <clears throat> kind of want to hit that Schwartz market around here. Uh, you know, just kind of see what happens. You know, want to really, really use our head brewmaster's knowledge on, on really specific German beers. See where we can go with it. Yeah. So, that's that's what we have uh, basically for the next year, and hopefully, um, after a year of basically putting out some solid beers and some solid seasonals. Um, I'm hoping that we can start doing some barrel-aged stuff, especially because we have the winery, so we have all these wine barrels. It would be great to do all kinds of beers with, and so hopefully we'll start that within uh, within a year or two. So, Yeah, sounds like you guys are definitely on the right track. Yeah. We're trying to. Yeah. And right now you guys are just draft only. Yes, yes right sir. now we're draft only. Um, hopefully we'll be in cans uh, this fall. So... Um, Right now, that that's what we're aiming for is to basically uh, this fall we're we're planning on trying to get into cans so we can get it out to the consumers and then also open up our tap room so people can actually come to the brewery and see the brewery for what it is and enjoy all the beer and and wine we have. So, and sounds pretty fantastic. And website to way to follow you guys. I know like right now you, you look up Running Walker and you see some pretty awesome pictures of dogs. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> but if you type in Running Walker Brew, then all of a sudden a lot of information comes out about you guys. Yes, um, we're actually uh, kind of redoing our Running Walker um, Brewery website right now. That, that whole thing is getting a complete overhaul. Um, so you actually won't find the kind of information you need from the website right now. Um, hopefully we'll have the website up and going in the next uh, two to three months. Um, but if you're looking for any and all information that we have, you can go to our Facebook page. Just look up Running Walker Beer on Facebook, and you'll find us there. And that has all the complete information right there right now. Um, Sean Heil, he's um, kind of our uh, social media guy right now, and he's kind of taking care of all that. Um, so if you have any questions, you can me message on there. What's He'll be Twitter? able to respond real fast. What's mm -hmm. our Twitter? Our Twitter is at Running Walker Beer as well. At Running Walker Beer. Running Walker Twitter. Beer. We're also on Instagram as well. Yeah. Didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely see a few uh, great yeah. photos of me throwing some yeast into fermenters and maybe dry hopping a few things. We'll see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think there's definitely a few photos of me holding a yeast keg above my head with an exposed gut. Whatever. It happens. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. That was supposed to be on Snapchat, but it ended up making it. Uh, yeah. It happens. Uh, it, it made it on it Snapchat. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, thanks for coming and hanging out. When can we come and hang out at the brewery? Um, Y'all, whenever you want. Whenever you want. But, yeah. so, but the tap room, but the, ta the, the tap no tours room, or anything um, right now no at tours all? tours right now. Um, but if you would like to come and visit, we'd love to have you. Uh, but public tours, you know, like Brian said, October. November, sometime in the fall. Okay, so yeah. wait until the tap room is completely open before exactly. yes, sir. Yeah, but basically, if you, if you follow the Facebook page right now, because that's the best way to get any kind of information, if you follow Running Walker Beer on Facebook, um, as soon as the tap room, as soon as we have a date, it's going to go online, and you'll be able to see it right there. Excellent. All right, well, thanks, fellas. Glad to have you over here at the pub. Yeah, thank you for having Glad me. Glad to be it's here. Blast. Yep, yeah. and... All right, we're going to take another quick break. I guess it's time for some stout. Yeah. That will be the fourth one that we have on, so I'll work my way into that one. And uh, when we get back, we'll have Muddy Bell hanging out with us. Drink your pages. Stay tuned. Right. There's a destination a little up the road from the habitations of the towns we know. A place
place we saw the lights turn low the jigsaw jazz and the get fresh flow pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts two turntables on a microphone bottles and cans just clap your hands town and city brewing is a microbrewery in the heart of one of houston's oldest and most iconic neighborhoods bringing houston worldly beers at a neighborhood level the tap room and beer garden focuses on bar-like service with no need to purchase tokens or tours. Patrons can buy half pints, full pints, pitchers, and flights of beer. Bring your family, including your furry ones, because kids and pets are welcome. The kids can enjoy the house-made sodas. The kitchen is serving pub fare with brunch from 11 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Live music two days a week and a farmer's market on the second Sunday of every month. Townandcitybrewing.com. One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pans, specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner, and don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on and now hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub. Man, we have Muddy Bell. Yeah, what's up, hey, man? Yeah, just out here enjoying some some of this Running Walker beer. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yet to try it, but I think it's my next beer. Well, I've, I've gone through this four segments. So fortunately, we had four beers on tap. Okay. And so each segment, I've had a different beer, and now I have their stout. And it is a nice, uh, I mean, light body, roasty stout. Nice. So, I mean, it's one of those that you could drink cold mm-hmm. when it's hot outside. Or in the winter, you let it warm up, and you really get those roasty flavors yeah, out of it. Yeah, I'm all about stouts in the winter, actually. I'm a, I'm a big fan of room temp beer. Yeah. Uh, not so much with an IPA. I kind of want it a little cold, but like a stout, I'll, I'll drink a room temp oh, stout. let those warm up a little bit. Mm. The IPAs? No, no, oh, no. The stouts. The stouts, yeah, yeah. you got to let them warm up. you got to be careful with the sours when they warm up, because all of a sudden you start smelling feet. <laughs> and, and that smell wasn't there before, uh-huh. and, it, and, and yeah, it's just one of those, one of those things. Delicious, but you gotta, you gotta remember it's beer. It's kind of like stinky cheese. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If, if you had your eyes closed and they put some really funky cheese in front of you, yeah, you'd be like, ah, right, get that away from me. Until you open your eyes, you see it's cheese, then you're happy to eat it. Right. Yep. Yep. Fermentation. I'm drinking clown shoes. Yeah, you can't go wrong without some space cake. Space cake. That's good, that's good man. man. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. phenomenal double IPA, mm-hmm. and honestly, that's one that's up there that, that, I don't know. I tried to not have that many of those because it is uh, 9%, 10% beer, and it doesn't taste like it. Yeah. It just tastes oh, like it's, heaven. It's definitely smooth. Yeah. Smooth. We spend so much time drinking Rodeo Clown. 
playing out there all the time that it's nice nice change of pace to have yeah have a different brewery yep definitely so let's talk talk muddy bell for a little bit man sure. you guys right. have some uh, pretty pretty kick-ass news coming up some pretty exciting things going on in your world yeah we um putting together an album that's going to release out september 3rd um we put together a really awesome release show for that um the white oak music hall houston's newest venue um and actually what we're playing i think it was originally scheduled for what was the date do you remember? When was it originally Origi- supposed to be released? No, 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 not <laughs> like at White Oak. Oh, at White Oak. Uh, I don't know, a couple months before that, I okay. think. Okay, yeah, right. Well, construction and rain, and it rains here almost every day in Houston, so they got pushed back. So now it's September 3rd. Um, we're pretty excited about that. Lots yeah. of awesome Houston bands on board. Great, great bands. And it's going to be an event. It's not just going to be a, a show, show up and watch bands play their music. It's, it's definitely going to be an event, man, so... Yeah. I need to make it out there to to White Oak, uh, the music hall, because I hear it's a good venue, and yeah, so I haven't been out there yet. Good There's spot. Some badass shows that I've missed, uh-huh. but you know, something about I haven't I haven't seen a show there either. I've only seen shows at Raven Tower, and Raven Tower is pretty awesome. I still haven't been to Raven Tower. That's it's another not, one that's on my list. It's pretty yeah. cool. So man, this is I didn't figure owning a bar would keep me this busy, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's nonstop work. Huh? It's nonstop, nonstop. But, um, yeah, I need to get out there and check it out. So, definitely made a July. Not July. Man, that's that stout kicking in now. <laughs> September 3rd. September 3rd. Yep. July 3rd already happened. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, man, congratulations, Dan. Got the new release Thank coming you. up. Thank you. Thank yes, you. That's pretty exciting. It is exciting. And actually already starting to work on the next one. So, we've, we're even though it hasn't been released, we've kind of already moved on and, and starting to look into new things and we're write bored. new songs. We yeah. got bored. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. No. I understand because uh, once you finally say, okay, we are done, which has to be kind of hard, I would imagine, for, for each song. It, it's almost impossible. Yeah, if, if you keep picking it apart and listening to it over and over, you're never done. So there's there's always a, a moment where you have to say, all right, that that's it. We're not we're not messing with it anymore. We've got just, other just things put to it do. out and sure. move on. Yep. <laughs> there's other you, things to do. You yeah. don't want to spend six years on six songs. You know? yeah, that's true. Write more music. I'm going to spend that time on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you were talking a minute ago about a pretty, sound like a really badass event happening in, in spring, Old Town Spring. Yeah, that's um, a friend of mine, Dar, is putting that together. It's end, Hip, End It? End, Hip, End It. And it's sort all, of a strange name. Yeah, it's a strange name. It's independent, right? So, but it's all four separate words, End, Hip, End It. It's in Old Town Spring. It's October 22nd, and it's a psychedelic music fest, a bunch of awesome bands, uh, Eric Tesmer Band, Radio Moscow, a bunch of local bands. That's the Houston bands on, on that, yeah, too. Yeah, Los and, uh, Cardinales is on there, yeah, of course. Um, everybody yeah, those guys. That, everybody that's, just, that's a show that just, if, you're, if you need something to get energetic. High energy. Go yep. watch that show. You're going to yep. move. Yep. They've been around a long time. Long time. Yes, they have. It's like '94. So I, I think like, like 20 years ago, I remember going and watching them. Oh yeah, uh huh. And they still play just like they did then. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of great bands on that, and they're. It's crazy to see two people, you know, two people put together something, something so big, just out of, out of nowhere. I mean, it's nonstop work for those guys for sure. You yeah. Know? But yeah. Uh, they they made it happen. It's a lot of starting to get some press, and hopefully it's. Hopefully it's a, a big, big festival. 
Man, yeah, it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun, especially with so many bands playing. And you're talking about the breweries out there as well. So. Yeah, I mean, they've got I mean, Carbox already on board, Buffalo Bayou's already on board. Um, I mean, just a ton of St. Arnold's. I mean, lots of Houston uh, breweries on board. So Yeah, yeah it's like a brewery showdown. Now. Yeah, really, they're all going to be there. And, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's like a death match. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know some 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 kind of we did it on the, for the golf tournament, which we'll do the golf tournament again this November. But it was pinning the breweries against each other, and then, and but everybody was civilized. There was a few like chicken wings thrown at each other uh-huh. and stuff like that. But uh-huh. for the most part, nobody got out and like Good on fun. the 13th hole and just duked it out. You know, like I'm yeah. the best. But yeah, maybe maybe this year. I'm sure I'm sure that's a competitive market, especially in Houston. It's like. Yeah, there's a brewery pops up every few months, you know, is what it seems like. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who have plans to start a brewery soon. Right. But it's it's awesome, man, if everybody can come together, be at the same spot. You know, it's a lot different than the than the Anheuser-Busch mentality where we take over the festival, you're going to drink Bud Light all day for $11 exactly. a piece. Exactly, and, yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, the cool thing is, man, I mean, this the, seems like there's a lot of people involved in the Houston beer scene in the industry, but, man, it's really just a small group of people, and everybody, honestly, are the best people that you're going to meet and find. And you guys know that. No, I've noticed, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, played at so many breweries and no no mm-hmm. them yourself. Yeah, we've picked up on that, I mean... Everyone has treated us so well. Every brew we've played is super good to us. Um, we've, we've played so many breweries that for a minute it felt like we were never going to play a club again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are we just are we the brewery band? Now? Are we doing this for the free beer? Right. Well, right. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, they have been super good to us. Man, we love those those brewery gigs for sure. Yep. All right. Well, congratulations on Thank the on the release. Man, Thank that's, you. That's like I said. I, I can only imagine the amount of work that's put into that and to finally get it done. Yeah. It's, it's a headache, a but it's good fun, and you know. But uh, we're excited, man. I hate, I hate you, actually, right now. Yeah, we all, I don't like you. Either. I don't like you either. <laughs> <laughs> Muddy Bell, uh, music's online, all over the place. Yeah, MuddyBell.com, and um, links to all that yep. stuff is is on on that site. So, yep, you can pretty much find out everything about us, upcoming shows, uh, music, everything, videos. It's try, all on there. Try to keep it all updated, pretty steady. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Well, congratulations again. Thanks for coming and hanging out at the pub. Absolutely, John. Thanks for uh, having us, looking forward to the after show music that you guys are going to play. Cool. All right. This sure. show is brought to you by Legion Brewery Company Space Dust IPA. Go out there and get you some of that. And, man, uh, the podcast is sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. Once nice. Again, one of my favorite it's ones around town. <laughs> and I want to thank Running Walker for making some good beers and coming and hanging out at the pub. We'll try that next. Yep. Time to, yeah, I'm almost done with this stout. Thanks for having us, John. Again, our third time, I yep. think, on the show. So always a good, always a good time. Yep. So let's wrap the show up. Let's get another beer because I'm done with this stout, and I think it's time to move to some space cake. Yeah. It's good. All right, drink of ages. Everybody be safe. Go Astros. Keep kicking ass. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store. 